stuff that am I required to say my last name or what? You don't require it now. Nice. I mean, we can keep you anonymous. We can put like a blank mask over his face. Or yeah, something we'll just uh, edit it. Well, I'm all free for the first name, but not for yeah. the last name. It's all good. I don't know if anybody really knows my last name. I'm a liar. I have, I have a whole, Dude, whole ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have all my fucking shit sure on Sure, if here. you Google your name, the first thing that pops up is your real estate. Maybe. I hope so, because that's good for you. Welcome back to the Man Cave Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Larry Brown. I'm here with... You see, you said your full name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, it's like it's part of my fucking personality. Yep. And I'm here with my co-host, Jorge. I can't say Jorge. Gotta say George. See, I, I think you say it racially motivated, though. Sometimes. A little All right. And then we're here with poquito. Anonymous. Yeah. Charles. 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 <laughs> Today's episode uh, might be one of our more controversial ones just because of the you know, cultural uh, state of the country. Uh, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Might not be as bad. Um, but we're trying to get, cover some of the topics that everybody's talking about. And the reason we asked Charles to come on today is because he's an avid gun guy, right? How many yes. guns do you think you have now? I count on one hand. <laughs> five, maybe. Yeah, five guns. It's what not kind, that bad. Which ones do you have? Uh, got a couple rifles. Uh, I got a history gun I really was interested in. And then a couple handguns. That's about it. What the hell is a history gun, Charles? Uh, so Narenko Chinese SKS. Original numbers, original bayonet, everything. I thought it was really cool, and I was like, I need that. Was it like used in like a war or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. History gun. Okay, I got it. Right. Which war? What side? <laughs> <laughs> Not our side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they let you keep stuff like that in the country. Like it's a foreign history object yeah. that's not like in a museum or something i don't know yeah it's so it's like crazy. three out of four matching numbers except for the trigger so we had to switch that out oh. other than that's pretty original what the fuck are numbers charles serial numbers okay every gun has a serial number yeah rather be a rifle a handgun don't matter so i guess i was getting confused because then you said the trigger we had to switch that out like yeah triggers have serial numbers yeah some do yeah oh, okay I never knew Well, that. and especially that one, especially the SKS of that version, it does. Okay. I never knew that shit. SKS. I need to look up this gun. It's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of SKS, but I don't know. Is it is it a large gun or is it a smaller one? It's a, it's a large rifle. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's a uh, AK round 762 by 39. This man knows his shit. I'm telling you, this is the, the guy. <laughs> well, we going to find out today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not an expert, so let's make that clear now. I know some stuff, but... You know, well, like we said, you uh, you know more than the average person. I'm the average person. Yeah. I actually own a gun, and uh, good. I don't know. Do you think so? Yeah. What if I'm a serial killer? Then you shouldn't know. have got it. I mean, and that's that's we're gonna get into that because <laughs> let's do it. Let's get into it. I'm a serial killer. Couple of those questions. So uh, let's yeah. just jump into it. To yeah. Ask Charles here. What do you do for a living? Uh, so right now, I currently work for Boeing as an armed security officer, contract through Department of Defense. Uh, currently got another job as a armed security officer because personally, um, you know, we'll get into that later. I want to um, <clears throat> start protect these kids with everything that's going on. And then uh, recently, recently, I actually got my dream job as a federal armed security officer for the government. Yeah, that's awesome. He said he got his dream job. You very rarely hear people say that shit. It took a long time. Yeah. From $7 an hour to where I'm at now. So you always knew that's what you wanted to do? Like once I got in, to be honest with you, I put so much work in. It's like, I'm already here. 
Yeah. Like, I don't want to go to school and for something else. I'm already in this field of work. So doors opened, and that's what I that's what I took, kind of jumped on it. And obviously having, like, a license to carry or just being well-trained in firearms is, like, a requirement. Yeah, because you, you have to get a certain license, like a license to carry just for you to carry on you and right. throughout the city, throughout the state. But to do what I do is a whole nother license. Okay. What's it called? It's a Pennsylvania Act 235. 235. Okay. It's a lethal weapons uh, training. What was it? Was it the the your first security job that you were like, I can carry a gun, and then you kind of just went down the rabbit hole of being a big fan of guns, and this is the kind of gun I want, and this, this, and that. Like, what was your your first like inclination that you were really into guns? You went from regular guy to Charles Wick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was younger, my dad had guns, mm-hmm. and I would like see him. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. Then we used to play with cap guns, and there was like Nerf guns, you know, so on and so forth. Then when I got older, uh, how I got into the whole security thing was um, my buddy Jose Mont- uh, Montanez, you know, rest in peace, that was my good friend. He got me in when I was on my low. When I was, I had pennies. He got me in security, took me under his wing. I used to work down at this place uh, down Riley Park for SPI security. Um, unarmed, like, I don't know, dude, $7 an hour. Checking factories, like big-ass factories, empty, pitch black. Dude, I was scared of shit. Yeah, I bet you were. Like unarmed with a crackhead pops out and tries to stab me or something. You know what I mean? But um, uh, I got into that, and then after he tragically passed away, um, I made myself like a promise to myself and to him. Like I would further myself more in this career of work since he worked so hard to get me where I'm at in there. And I just went up from there. I went from there. I went to Drexel, then I went, got my license, and then I became armed, and then... Boeing and then so from so forth where I'm at right now. Um and then from once I got armed at two thirty five, I was really into it. Like I was like, oh, this is this is nice. Like who's gonna challenge to be honest, who's gonna challenge the guy with a gun? You have more of a chance challenging the guy with unarmed. Are you gonna hold his hand if you're unarmed? It's not gonna do anything. That's valid. And I guess that that sense of security is important for you because you're doing like a dangerous line of work. Yeah, it's and I I like doing it. I like the um you know the the rush you get from it sometimes. Mm. Let's talk more about that. What kind of rush you getting? I mean, um, like I've seen some some crazy shit yeah. where I work, um, and then sometimes you go hands on with people, and I like that. Why not? No, I know a lot of people like 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 mixed martial arts fighting and shit, right? But mm-hmm. it's like a control thing. Like, how do you like how do you deal with the fact that? anything could happen and you're like it's nobody's out there refing the shit that happens with your work so you're just like living on the fucking edge basically it is what it is oh so that's why i go you, like in this field of work also it's like it's an expensive field to work okay like that's that's the guns aside my equipment just for my vest and stuff is like twelve hundred dollars okay because like I, I don't go out there with just level three i'll stop a bullet or now I want level four ICW plates with stops up rifle, like rifle rounds. Because nowadays I don't know who's carrying who. And this world is so crazy right now. It's like, like you said, I'm taking that chance. Yeah. What's your state of mind every day when you go to work where you're like, I could potentially have to kill somebody tonight? Like what? And this, you, is, you... this is what I tell my wife every day I leave. I'm coming home either way. You, you pull a weapon. I don't care if it's a gun. I don't care if it's a bat, a pipe. If you... Present yourself to cause severe bodily harm or death to myself. I'm going to defend myself, and I'm going home to my kids and my wife. That, 
it is what it is at that point. Do you have any non-lethal weapons on yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Like my my so when I talk about this stuff, my goal isn't always just to go for my gun. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Like if I can OC spray you and I get myself, I'm gonna do it. If I can hit you with this baton and make you drop that pipe or wherever it is other than the gun, I'm gonna do it. But if I have no other choice, I unfortunately, I'm going to have to do what I have to do to make it home to my kids and my wife. And I think that's the difference between a responsible gun owner and a lot of the other people yeah. where their first instinct is, let me get the gun. Yeah. You're, that should be your last resort. Yeah, absolutely. That should be your last option is to go get the gun. Yeah. But for a lot of people, that's their first option yeah. because it's the quickest. It's probably going to make them feel more confident. Uh, it's the easy way out for a lot of this is like, uh, I don't want to have to fight this guy or I don't want to have to try to take down the guy with a hammer or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let me just shoot him. Yeah. Right. So to that point, actually, I was thinking like while you were talking, I'm like, I wonder if cops have this same kind of fucking they have line to. of thinking. They have to. That's why they carry tasers. Like I can get certified in a taser, but I'm not going to, it's, it's a lot of money to do that. Mm. Just for me to purchase it. certified? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like 500 bucks, something okay. like that. But then you have to pay for the actual taser itself. The actual, you know, taser. It's probably like 1000 bucks for the good one. So, I mean, like, what led you to this, like, work? Like, I like, I heard you say, like, your your guy, your friend, I'm sorry, rest, you know, God rest his soul, um, got you in. Yeah. But, like, what, what clicked for you where you were like, yo, I want to, like, put myself on the front line to protect Because that's what, that was our ultimate goal. Like, hey, we're going to do this unarmed thing for a while. And then we're going to, you know, the goals eventually start our own business. But unfortunately, they didn't make it to that far. So we were going to go armed anyway. So I just made that decision just to jump into it, to be honest Why with you. Why not become a cop in that way? Yeah. Where you're just like, well, I want to protect people. I don't know, bro. To be honest, I didn't really jump into it like that. Like, I recently, before this whole federal thing, I got an officer for DCNR, which is a park ranger, a police officer. And I was supposed to go in August for five months to the police academy. But this federal job that I've been really wanting, Cal, that came up. And yeah. I was like, hey, I'm going to jump on that because this is what I've been really waiting for. Like I said before, I had applied like a month and a half ago, and they recently just got back to me. So I was like, man, I've been waiting so long for this. I'm just going to take it. Yeah. Is it like contracting work that what is what you do? Or are you like a, yeah. like a salaried employee for Boeing? Uh, So for Boeing, I'm salary. Okay. Well, not salary, hourly. Hourly. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, because I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, if I were you, I would have probably chose the same route that, that you did. Because I, I feel like there's a lower ceiling for police officers. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't know this 100%, but I imagine, like, doing what you do, you could end up in the fucking White House at some point making... If, if I choose to apply comes. for the Secret yeah. Service, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I have a certain clearance that I'm able to apply for. But also... Going into me doing armed security, it's not just armed security for events, you know, parties, whatever me. Like I was telling you, my, my good friend, shout to Darren. Um, dude, he does EP work, which is phenomenal. Okay. Exclusive protection for celebrities, you name it. And not only that, like, I'm so proud of, proud of this guy. It's like, he gives back, like I was talking to you earlier, he gives back to the community, not only just worried about himself and his clients and stuff. Dude, he gives back to the community, helps the kids. It, it, it's just phenomenal, and it blows my mind, and that's honestly something I want to do further down in my career, but I have to start, you know, somewhere to get to that point. Like, and Like what? Like what's, what's, the, what's the goal with kids? Like why? Like, because, you know, recently, like you were saying, these shootings, there's a lot of young kids getting shot. Yeah. 
And all these kids now nowadays know is just, oh, pick up a gun, it's cool. Let's just go shoot it. But they don't know how to save their lives after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that at a certain age, if you're man enough to pick up a gun, I think you should be man enough to at least learn how to save your save your life if something happens. Not only just you, your family. Yeah. And anybody. Yeah. And that's why, like, I want to get further in my career to start teaching people that. A, a thing that I'm seeing a lot of is teaching kids how to handle guns. Yeah. Which, uh, you know... <clears throat> I don't have a gun yet. I have the, my license. Me and Elise have our license. We've right. gone to the gun range a few times, and we're looking into it. I don't know as a parent that I would want to take my kid at, and they, they from what I was seeing, they're like nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds. Mm. I'm like, I don't know if I want to take my nine- or 10-year-old to go learn how to use a gun. Yeah. Like, I understand to a certain extent where those people are coming from, mm. that I guess this, they're just everywhere, right? But... Why would I want my child handling the gun? Like, I should be in a position where, like, the gun is only either on me or locked away where only I can get to it or my wife can get to it. Mm -hmm. If there's an option that my kid is going to hand have the handgun or a gun that I need to teach them how to use it, it's just like, is that more responsible than making sure that they don't ever have their hands on a gun at that age? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I do. I think that... Um, if you own a firearm and you have kids, you need to be very responsible. As we all know, I'm, I own multiple firearms. Mm-hmm. Every time I come home from rather be working an event or my day job, I take that gun and I lock it away. Where my kids can't reach it, I ain't got to worry about them touching it, nothing like that. Yeah. But it's also in a place in case, God forbid, somebody breaks in, I can reach it. Yeah. Or my wife can reach it. Uh, going off what you said about like uh, like kids shooting at a young age... I'm on a border with that because, like, you have to learn when is the right time if you choose to do that, if you choose to. Like, right now I have uh, a prop gun from, like, it's a plastic gun yeah. from USCCA. At a certain age, I'm going to start teaching my son, because it's something I'm into, to shoot a firearm safely. And what is that age for you? Maybe, um, well, I'm going to start him probably, like, eight to see how he handles the plastic gun. Like, right now, my son doesn't have a Nerf gun. He doesn't have anything like that. But if he fails these certain requirements that I have, absolutely not. He will not be doing it. Yeah, you need some level of accountability, I think, um, because it's such a powerful weapon. Yeah. Like, there's nothing like getting shot, I don't think. I've heard getting stabbed hurts more, but, like, fighting somebody, both people have, have a chance. Yeah. One person has a gun, most likely the chance is... Slim to none. Yeah. So, like, as a child, having that kind of power and being able to assert your authority over basically anybody, like, I imagine that's going to create a pretty big ego for a kid. So, I imagine, like, I would hope that, like you said, you're teaching the kid not just how to use it, but when to use it and instilling, like, I guess, morals about, Mm -hmm. like, having firearms and, and, using them out in, like, you know, the world. So. And that's, that's a, to that point, is, like, kids don't know how to handle their emotions. You know Most what I mean? Most don't, no. So it's like if he's in school and he's getting in an argument, be like, well, I've shot before, you know, this, this, and that. Like, do you fear that that kid who has been taught to use a gun may think that they're... That's a good point. That they their ego is like you said, it's an ego boost, yeah. right? Where 
well, don't fuck with me because I know how to use a gun. Yeah. That's not something a fucking kid should say to another kid. Right. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, and I agree with that. Like, stuff like that needs to be starting to take seriously. Yeah. Because, I mean, look look what's going on in Philadelphia right now. What, what do we have? A 12-year-old a shoot a 9-year-old? Yeah. Or something like crazy. that? Yeah. And the, the problem with, you know, these politicians, rather be one side or the other side or the governor, whoever it is, they're not holding the right people accountable. Which is who, though? The parents. Okay. Because if you own a firearm, you need to be responsible and learn how to lock that gun away. And that's why Larry has a question on here. That's a good question, and you've asked it before, is if a child handles their parent's gun and kills somebody or, you know, whatever it may be, that should the parents be Absolutely. held within a criminal offense and be put away you know, because they are responsible for what happened. Absolutely, because, I mean, you're saying you owned a firearm before, right? Yeah. Oh, well, you currently own one. When you want to go buy that firearm, don't they mention, like, gun safety? Like, do you want a safe or do you want, like, yeah, something? They, they asked, they ask, but it wasn't, like, an extensive kind of thing. Right. So that's something I think they need to also tighten up on, but the fact is they do mention that. Yeah. So if you're not responsible to lock your gun away safely, especially if you have kids, you shouldn't have one. Because that should actually be a requirement. Yeah, I think. I yeah. think there should be some. There, there should be some changes. Yeah. But, you know, we'll get into that later on. Well, I mean, how do you how do you make that change, right? Like, if, fuck, if, if somebody wants to adopt a dog, right, right. You get a fucking background. You check. You get a background yeah. check. People come to your house yeah. and they see the living situation for this dog. Yeah. Are they going to be taken care of, right? And the life of this dog is precious. It's, you know, you know, I'm not just going to give it to anybody. I want to make sure that the house they're going to is built for this dog. Right. Right. But I don't need to make sure that the person that I'm selling the gun to can maintain that gun, has places to keep it away from their kids, mm-hmm. knows how to, like you say, come home, immediately put it away. Right. You know what I mean? But in a place where if you need it, you can get to it, but the kids will never get to it. Right. That's not something that <laughs> needs to be asked. Hey, hey, do you have a lockbox for this? I I think that to be honest with you, that, that the way this world is going right now, currently, mm-hmm. if I have to go through a psych evaluation and everything else just to get a permit to carry a gun at work, at this point, I'm more for people getting psychologically stuff done. I'm not saying it's going to stop the problem, yeah, because anybody can pass a psychological test, yeah. Mm-hmm. And anybody could snap at any. That's why we have. That's why why we also have red flag laws. Some people know what red flag laws. Some red flag laws is say you're like, oh, you're angry and you made a threat or something on social media, or if somebody doesn't feel that you're mentally stable or, you know, they can report that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can cause some problems. It can get you know controversial down the line and stuff. But at this point, me personally, my personal opinion is that's something I would be like, yeah. It, especially in some of these states that have, like, constitutional carry. There's 22 states with constitutional carry. What's that? What's constitutional? You don't need a permit to carry a gun. Okay. Just put that thing on your hip and that's that. So that is, like... That actually worries me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you had celebrated that Florida Absolutely. is now that. You don't yeah. need a license to conceal carry. Right. Much like Larry's point, I, I think that's a little worrisome where it's, like, you can just go pick it up and put it away and there's no extra steps to it. Not that even getting a concealed carry license is hard. No. Because 
I ordered mine two online weeks, two weeks later yeah. <laughs> and didn't pick it up for a year because I didn't feel like fucking driving to my township. Mm. And then it was like, oh, fuck, I found the email with my, you know, uh, with the code or whatever, the confirmation mm. code. I went in there and they were like, oh, you're here to pick up a concealed carrier? I was like, yeah. What's your name? Boom, boom, boom. Sit right there. Take a picture. Here you go. Have a good one. I was like, Jesus, it was that fucking easy to get yeah. this. Like, I understand it's a right for you to, you know, bear arms, you know, the Second Amendment. But Jesus. Yeah. I, I ordered it online, went a year later, 30 seconds in there, got my license. That's crazy to me. Can't even get your driver's license that year. Yeah, and the argument that might that people might make about something like that is like, oh, well, having a driver's license or a car isn't a right, so it shouldn't be as easy. They're not right. But no, it, I, I, I just don't think it should be a 30-second process for me yeah. to get a concealed carry. I don't think that I should be able to then go get a gun the same day. You know what I mean? I'm curious to hear what Charles has to say about the uh, concealed carry thing. The constitutional carry? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, you viewed it as I'm, a win. Because, honestly, if no matter what gun laws you come up with, think about it this way. Whatever your gun law you think, what is going to stop that criminal from still getting that gun? Nothing. Rather be from across the board. It's not always in the state. They don't always get their guns from in the United States. Right. It comes from different countries. So what's going to stop them from still grabbing that gun? Perfect example. Look at California. Strictest gun laws. And there still are hundreds and hundreds of shootings. Look at Cal Chicago. It's so hard to get a concealed carrier over there. And they're, they're punishing like the law-abiding people who actually do the right thing to get one. But the criminals are still grabbing them, putting switches on them. Yeah. What's stopping that? That's so wild. for me personally, how I think this is a win for the Second Amendment community is now when you're at a grocery store or wherever it may be and you have that one crazy person come in, well, let me do this. You're outnumbered. And let's hope and pray that these people are trained. And like you were saying, I do think there is something that should come with this constitutional carry. Like training is an absolute must. Because yeah. if you just, I won't trust you at all with the, if you have no type of training. Yeah. Your number one safety is your finger. If you put that finger on that trigger when you're unholstering, you're going to shoot yourself. Yeah, it's like like you said, like, oh, it's easy or more challenging to get a car, to yeah. get your license. Yeah. Right. Like, obviously, we're, we're just having a conversation. It's not like we know the answers, right, at all. We're not right. here saying that. But why not have a probationary period where you have to have 30, 60 hours in a gun range or take this course and that course before you're allowed to get this gun. There, like, there are some states that are uh, starting to do that. Like Jersey's always been doing it. Okay. Like Jersey, you have to have a license. <laughs> you have to get a license per handgun you buy. Like you have to go through a background check, and sometimes they make you qualify like forty hours a week or something like that, just okay. so they know you can shoot and you're meeting the requirements to get that. Other states. Are starting to do starting to lean towards the more mental, like mental health yeah. stuff, which I think is very important because there is a lot of, lot of mentally, you know, unstable people a in this lot. world right now. Yeah. A lot. Let me ask you this before we switch over. Or, sure. Yeah. Um, would you agree that there is a gun problem in the country? What do you mean, like too many guns? Too many guns. It's not monitored correctly. It's, it's like more guns than people in this country, yeah. right? I mean, you know I me. Mean? You can never have too many guns. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he got five. <laughs> yeah. But if you met the people I know, 
you would think I have none. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but these are all responsible. They have 15, 20 guns in their house. But they're all responsible gun owners. There's there's a you know a difference between unresponsible and responsible people. I don't know, man. It's just I don't I don't think I think there's a gun problems getting in the wrong hands. Yes, if that's where we're going. I'm like I'm curious. Like, why does one need 15 guns? Because like, what the fuck are you doing with 15? So there's some people that that collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards or yeah. you know. Pokemon cards. Why do you have hundreds of Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yeah. Well, because I want to be better than the rest of them. It's a habit cards. too. Yeah, you, you like I'm that. Just collecting. Yeah. Right. Why do I have a history gun? Yeah. I don't barely shoot the thing. That's that's different. It's like if it's an antique or like a relic or something. Like I could get putting that up in the house. Like if you can showcase this. But if like I have three AR rifles, like for what? Like are you going out to the range and shooting? Yeah, probably. Like, or I mod them different. Okay. Some are shorter. Some are longer. Some have lights, some have suppressors, some have different stuff. For me, for me personally, it's a hobby for me. Okay. I enjoy it. Just like everything else is a hobby. I think I think part of the problem is when something goes wrong with guns, right? Mm. Like it's all negative. Like usually. Like the media What do they blame the most? The gun, I think. The gun. Yeah, I think they blame the gun. Do you know why I think that's ridiculous? Why? Because I don't know if none of you know, you know, this is uh, I'm I'm carrying right now and we're all still alive. So is it the gun or is it the mentally unstable people? But see, it's I think it's I think it's both personally, but I also think that for us to expect people to behave normally is fucking crazy. Right. Like you so just said it's, it's a mentally Yeah, thing. like yeah. I th- I think I think one it should be harder to get guns, but I think also we need to address mental health, not just because of what's happening with No, mental health should always guns. be a number 1. It should always be a priority. Like in schools, in in the workplace, like at home, like people do not promote therapy for for anything, really. Now you let this motherfucker who's had a rough week at work, his wife left him, you know, he's on his last legs financially. And somebody cut him off on the road and that's And he can get a fucking he can get a gun in two weeks. Yeah, Yeah, it's like the guy like I mean, there's no there's no short shortage of stories, right? Like I told you a a screenshot of fucking ridiculous deaths, like murders that happened in one week, Mm. right? Because I delivered a pizza to the wrong house. Because I went to go get the ball that landed in my neighbor's lawn with my daughter. Now we're both dead. That was because I, I I knocked on the wrong door. Mm. I'm dead. Mm. Right. I pulled into your driveway accidentally. I'm dead. That's what I mean. Where people's reactions are just to get their gun as quickly as possible. And people on the internet be like, no, you know, I have a gun, and that's the last thing that I want. And I'm like, sure, that might be for you. But for four to five cases, all similar within one week, I accidentally got into a car after my gymnastic meet dead. Yeah. It's like you're too quick to the trigger. Yeah. yeah. Way yeah. too quick to the trigger. And I think it's also, you know, what's going on in this country that's making these people act like this, to be honest. I'm not, by all means, what they did is terrible. For that cheerleader, Yeah, he was absolutely, absolutely wrong. Oh, he got in the wrong car. All right, cool. Why did you follow her? They're labeling that as an accident. You followed. That was intentional. Yeah. That 16-year-old who was shot through the door from that old man. Yeah. Why? 
if you were that scared and you had a firearm, you could have put it on your waistband and just tucked it. You didn't have to shoot the poor kid. Absolutely ridiculous. And now it's coming out that he was it was because he was racially profiling him. Of course. Like, come on. There's no way. What that did that what did that kid do? From what they say, you know what I'm saying? You can't always go off what people say, but if that is the case, that's that's fucked up. You and know? what makes it worse is like when the news was out there trying to interview neighbors. Mm-hmm. The neighbors were like, "Yeah, we. I'm not talking to you. We protect. We protect each other out here." Is literally what a lot of the neighbors said. Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah I didn't see that. There's literal clips of like somebody. Hey, do you know this guy? Do you know why he might have done it? I'm not gonna talk to you. We protect each other out here. And I'm like, eesh, doesn't look good. You know, it's it's so funny when people like take those type of stances because it's easy to do that mm. until it's happening to you. Right. Then it's fuck these neighbors because they let my kid bleed to death on the lawn mm. instead of just calling the fucking ambulance. Like how simple is that? And it, like it, it makes me think. Like honestly, like this all all this shit is emotionally charged. So it like it's I think that's part of the reason why we can never have a constructive conversation about what to do with guns in this country right. because the minute you mention it, yeah, people who are like, you know, you're not touching my shit, like because I live in a certain kind of area or whatever, I need to protect myself. Yeah. And then you got the people who are like, look look at what the fuck is happening. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to do something. And it makes me think about the stand your ground law in Florida and the George Zimmerman situation, like we'll never really know what the fucking, the truth of the matter is because Trayvon Martin got killed. Yeah. We'll never know if y'all fought, y'all fought, but you, you took it upon yourself to end his life Mm. as opposed to letting the law do its job. Absolutely. Which if, if he was supposedly doing something wrong, which I don't see the fuck how he's out in the middle of the fucking street and you're following him, if anything. Chasing him. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll never know because you had the ability to just snuff out his life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that, like that's why, for me, I say, like, like, just having guns in general is just a fucking terrifying thing. And then the fact that people can get them more easily now is even scarier because... I can't trust, I can't trust anybody just walking down a fucking street. And for me to think that I'm insane, like, <laughs> or you, like these people are out of touch sometimes who makes these fucking laws, bro, because it's like, they don't even walk down the street. They don't even know what it's like in the real world. There's a lot of stuff that needs to get changed in my personal opinion. Um, going back to when I told you I want to do the school stuff yeah. and this, this goes all the way back, like Virginia tech type or the Columbine. They want to spend all this money on other stuff other than protecting our kids. How hard is it to hire veterans? We have millions and millions of trained veterans that can protect our kids. We have agents like myself that can protect kids. We have police officers. But they don't... I see where you're coming from, but don't you think that's... I mean, I guess it is what it is, but that's super sad that that's the resolution is what we need armed guards in schools. No, that's just, just, I'm talking about just for our kids. I'm yeah, not, that's what I'm saying, schools. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'd, I wish we never had to come to that road. But sadly, the way this road is because they can't, like you're saying, they can't control who gets what. You know what I'm saying? And I, like I told you before, I agree for certain mental checks at this time. Like I was, I was against it at one time, you know, fuck you, you're not touching my shit like yeah. you said. But at this point that there's so many unstable people, 
Absolutely. I think that they need to start doing mental stuff. And there needs to be a longer wait period. Like Jersey has a wait period. You you apply to get your permit or something. I think it's like three months or a month and a half before you even get it. Let me ask you this, Charles. Like what if if you had like an argument against somebody doing a psychological evaluation to get a firearm, what would it be? Against? Yeah. There is none. I have to get one. Okay. Cause like I'm I'm confused as to why that's not something if, if you're a proponent of having guns, like why would you be against that? Why? Because there's like, I'm a second amendment guy, right? We all know this, but there are some seriously diehard second amendment guys like, no, fuck that shit. I just want my gun. Yeah. That's just the culture, I guess. That, like, that's just how it is. Like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? But now, nowadays, like I said, the way this world is going, I'm, I'm leaning towards. Absolutely. If you want to do a constitutional carry state, there's 22 of them. You need to at least have some 40-hour trainings. Some states do require that. Or both. Yeah. A mental check. It's not just, oh, take this test. Like for us, they give us a, like 500 questions. And you have to go through it. But they switch it up and they try to see, you know, where you're at. And then sometimes you have to sit with an actual, like, psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we need to, some states need to enforce the red flag laws. I never used to be for this stuff. But now it's like... You're forcing my hand because what, I don't want to change for you. Too many kids, man. Like adults, you know what you're doing. You can't sit here and tell me there's an adult that don't know what they're doing yeah. when it comes to firearms. But when it comes to kids and stuff like teenagers, like the school shootings and stuff like that. Come on. You want to own it? Let's be responsible. And let's take the steps that what needs to be the, taken. I mean, we might not have this number, but like what is the average age of school shooters are they aren't they normally also teens that yeah they're mostly in teens yeah i, I want to say they're mostly in teens yeah i would it's probably like to be honest like i don't really 14, keep track 15. and that just goes nah, back 14, to 15 like, yeah i would nah. you don't think you think there's younger or older like the shooters yeah i want to say like between ages like 17 and 20 maybe mm. look parkland right. parkland i think he was like 18 mm. a little you, fucker you might be right yeah, yeah but then <clears throat> that comes back to like I mean, I, I, a couple of them, if they're 18, end up getting their own AR, you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And then doing it that way. But we have a good number of 16, 15-year-olds that are also shooting up schools because they got their dad's AR. And that brings us back to where we said the parents should be held responsible. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually, I'm on the fence about that one. Uh, only because, like, I know of particular situations where a parent is doing everything in their fucking power Mm -hmm. to keep their kid on the right path. Right. And they're just fucking up regardless of what the parent is doing. So I was like, if like take yourself, if you were like a single dad, you had your kid, Mm. you're doing everything you can to keep your kid on the right path. But they, for whatever reason have like, they lean more towards getting in trouble. They like, you know, they like hanging out with their friends. They're like smoking. They're like partying. They like, you know, going out and robbing people like like god forbid do you feel like even though you've done everything as a dad to keep your kid out of trouble and they still went out and did it in a way that you should also suffer the same fate um i think that's different yeah it's a little bit different yeah, yeah. because because if you go out robbing you, somebody guess what I'm, I'm gonna be real with you you want you don't want to listen you want to do this stuff mm-hmm. you're gonna learn that road you're gonna feel it I'm going to let you sit in there for a little bit because you're going to learn what the consequences of you doing this bad stuff is. But if you go out there and you're robbing somebody, ended up killing somebody with a gun that I own that's under my name that you yeah. got your hands on, mm-hmm. then yeah, that's when I'm like, that parent should be. Yeah. 
Because you held accountable because you shouldn't have had access to my gun. You shouldn't have been able to get it out with it. Do you think it's that hard though for for kids to get access to your stuff? My the only people that know where my key is to my safe is me and my wife. Mm. And it's not somewhere any of my kids. I mean, obviously you're too young. When they get older, they're not gonna know where that key is. You don't there's no reason you need to know where that key is. What is the reason you need to know where that is? Bro, like, I just remember as being a kid, like, my ability to just find shit. Like, stuff that my parents had no intention of showing me. And I see it now. Like, I, I see kids stealing their parents' credit cards. Like, paying for shit online and basically hiding it from their parents. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I know kids are smarter than what we give them credit for. Right. So I don't, I don't think it, there's anything in this world other than, like, a combination lock or something that only you know, and it's the most random set of fucking numbers of all time yeah. that'll stop them from finding something. That's just how I feel personally. I could be wrong. Yeah, um, but if I understand the idea of like, yeah, the you know, if you have a if there's a will, there's a way type yeah. of energy. But this is like highly. You think it's just highly unlikely. It that should be so hard. Yeah, for your kid to get access to your gun. Yeah, like if they did it, then yeah, they were sitting there with a fucking. What was that with doctor's stethoscope or whatever the fuck it's called? Safe cracking your shit. And if they went that extra mile, then that's a different conversation because you had it away and they somehow cracked your safe. But off what you're saying, like the kids around the firearms, like when I mess with my stuff, I make sure my kid isn't in the room. He doesn't see the stuff that I'm, I'm messing around with. The only time he'll see me with it is when I'm putting it on my hip to go to work. That's it. That's all I want him to see is, all right, I'm going to work. Not, hey, come upstairs while I mess with this stuff. Yeah. And I show you where everything is. Then he's going to get more, like, wanting to get to it. Like, oh, I see my dad start to touch this stuff. Yeah. Let me try to get to it. Right. No. There's also parents have to take the responsibility of learning when to show your kid and when not to. Like, I'm, I'm not know if uh, you know, but my son was diagnosed with autism, right? Oh, I didn't so know. he's very nosy, very nosy. He likes to get his hands on everything. And I'm very, I, I don't play around with that. Like, when it comes to my firearms and safety, I make sure he doesn't know anything. Okay. So that brings, so uh, obviously I knew. Obviously, right, yeah. But, yeah. and I was going to bring a question up earlier, but I didn't want it. To bring it because that's your information. I don't want to be the one to put it out there. Yeah, uh, but you brought it up, so if you want me to cut this part out, I will right. obviously. But with your son having autism, right? Do you still feel comfortable teaching him how to handle a gun? Is that still? I feel like I wouldn't want my because if you're autistic, you're not really thinking. You don't have a lot of control over what you're doing. So and there's. Now I'm, giving you access or teaching you how to handle, like I would just kind of avoid that as much as possible. Don't you? So there's different, different levels of autism. So you could be really autistic, which is like, you're just mentally not there. Mm -hmm. And then there's a level where my son is where he's, he's smart, dude. Mm -hmm. He catches on to everything and it could also be dangerous. But I think down the line, going back to what I said, if I give him this, plastic gun and I'm trying to teach him something and he fails every single safety thing, he'll never see a real gun in day of his life as long as I'm around because that's something I wouldn't trust him with. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't want to teach him it. It's because 
I want him to be safe. I want us to all be safe. Yeah. And if if he felt every safety rule that I have, absolutely not. Yeah. No, I, I'm. Thank you for making that that distinction too, because I guess like you live it, so you know that there's differences, like when it comes to like disabilities, mental health challenges, all of those yeah. type of things. I I don't think a lot of people. I definitely don't. I don't know like the differences. I didn't even. And it, know it took me a long like time to, to understand it. Yeah. To be honest, because uh, you know, a little bit off topic, but when he was diagnosed with it, I just like, nah, that's just a word that they gave him. But then going down the line and the the stuff he started to do, I really started to understand it. Yeah. And that's what made me made that decision of yeah, he's not going to be ready for a little bit because I, I would like to take him hunting, like I've, I've hunted. Okay. And that's something I always want to do with my son because I enjoy it. And I want him to learn how to do that. But we go back to if he matches the safety requirements that I have for him. Because I don't want to be out there and have to worry about him accidentally hitting <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Rather no. be with a, a rifle or a bow. Right. I don't feel like going to the hospital that day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't feel like going to. So I'm going to kind of another question. Sure. So why is it that you think this country is the only one struggling with guns the way that we are. <laughs> Obviously there's unstable people across the world. I don't yeah. think we're just the country with unstable people, but what's the difference between us and why we're having a shooting or this person got murdered today and five accidental deaths in a week. That's not happening. In because other we don't really see other countries news. That's valid. But the, I, Got to tell you, I don't think other school shootings are happening 133 times in a year in other countries. And most but there are church countries. shootings and subway shootings and bombings. Like UK, our allied, there's bombings, there's stabbings, there's shootings at churches. The one in Germany, the yeah. guy went in there and unfortunately, I don't know, killed like 50-something people. Mm-hmm. It all depends on what they want to show us too. You know what I mean? Because we can't see what they're doing over there. They don't post it like us. So are you saying that we're more transparent with our chaos than they are? They love. if The small, the shooting to happen, no shooting is small. But there'll be five people shot. Oh, over here there's a mass shooting. How many people get shot a day in Philadelphia? Probably like There's a mass shooting every single day in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's, no matter what we do. It's, it's going to make it easier for the criminal to get their gun. Because is the criminal going to think twice about robbing me? Right. Or taking my car because I have a brand new car out back? He's going to be like, hey. And I'm going to tell him to wait. If they take our guns, you know what I'm saying, and they make us defenseless, you want me to call my social worker and tell you to stop <laughs> until you till my social worker comes up and comes talk to you? Yeah. Or if you come kick in my front door and my kid is, should I tell you to stop and wait for my social worker to come? I'm not going to fight you with a bat. You have a gun. Yeah. I think that gun should be in certain hands. And I go back to the mentally challenged stuff. I think there's a huge problem in this country. Huge problem. I don't know if, um, I don't know if I stayed on topic. No, no, no. I don't know if, um, like I I hear people talk about taking all, taking guns away and you know, that kind of shit. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, Assault rifle. What is an assault rifle? I have no fucking idea. I'm sure you could explain it, but like, AR does not stand for assault rifle. It's like Armalite. Armalite rifle. Yeah, so, yes. Um, but like, no, that that actually worries me too. Is like, if they decide, like, oh, we're getting rid of guns completely, 
like you said earlier, criminals aren't going to stop getting their hands on guns. No. So now it's just letting them run rampant around. And then there's, they don't even have a second thought of oh, this guy might have a gun because I know he's a law abiding citizen. Mm-hmm. He's dressed like a proper dad. I know he don't have a fucking gun. Yeah. So I can do whatever I want now. Like that, that's like, that, that's the reality of it. It's like, it doesn't matter what you do. If somebody wants to commit a fucking crime, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, yeah, I, I don't know. When people start talking about, like, we need to just get rid of all guns. Like, I think that's an extreme. That, yeah, that's not the right answer either. That's yeah. an extreme thing. I mean, I believe in the Second Amendment right as well. Like, you should have the right to, like I said, you have a gun, you have a gun. Me and Alina's are planning on doing the same. Make sure you get the right gun. Don't get a high point. So that's another <laughs> question that I was going to, that I actually had on the list is you being, you know, the guy that you are with all your weapon knowledge is what's a good entry level gun for somebody who's. I'm a Glock guy. So I'm gonna say Glock. Like right now, I'm 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 carrying a Glock. It's nice, compact. It's right for me. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like Glocks. It might not be a right feel for you. You have to feel out what's right for you and what's not. What caliber you like? What caliber you don't like? Some like uh, some women can't handle nine, so they go to three eighty. It, it it varies yeah. how you feel about it. I know friends who who have a staccato twenty eleven. You don't know what that is, but it's the smoothest gun I've ever shot. You know how much that gun is? Four thousand dollars. <laughs> Yikes! You have people have different tastes, yeah. so you have to find that right taste. Like, if you were to ask me, "Hey, buddy, I'm looking to get a gun," cool. I'd be like, "Hey, let's go to the range. I bring a couple of my stuff out. Tell me what feel right for you. Yeah. If you don't like these, I got a couple more you can fill out. You know, you have to feel what's right and what's comfortable for you. When you say feel right, you mean like. The amount of recoil you get after yeah. firing. Okay. Yeah. Or what do you like on it? Okay. Like my my other one that I have, I have attachments and stuff. Like I enjoy the attachments. Like the red dot and all that stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to have to get because I was ass at the range. So I'm going to have to get something to kind of help me. Let me know. Another thing that I heard is like, you know how the girls are always like, well, I want something small. Compact, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I heard that that's actually not the best idea because you're gonna feel that shit. As soon With as a you smaller shoot, gun. you're gonna feel it. The the, the 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 shit tingling is gonna slap the fuck out of your hand. So if you have it a little bigger, like the Glock, it's like yeah, it's a little heavier. But when you do have to pull that trigger, it doesn't slap your hand as hard. You gotta. Um, so when you when people think about concealed carrying, um, I'm not for open carry. I'm going to make that very clear. So little people know Pennsylvania is an open carry state, right? So you can go to Ben Salem and have your gun on your hip outside and walk around the store. I would never do that. Bad guy can right behind me, pop my so ass and take tar- my shit. Yeah, you like, make yourself a target. No, nah, I want you to do the element of surprise. Yeah. Like none of you knew I was carrying right now until I told you. The element of surprise. Yeah. If somebody comes up here, God forbid, and wants to do something, it's a bad day for him. Yeah. He don't know what I got. Um. Also, like carrying compact, you didn't see it. Now, if I carried my full size gun, you would see it. You would see the bulge, or you'd look like a fucking ninja turtle. Yeah, honestly. yeah, you'd just see a bulge <laughs> on my on my waistband. Yeah, but when it comes to compact, if it's too much kick for you, go three eighty. It's less than nine, and it doesn't have that much kick. I mean, compact guns do have a little bit more kick than full size, but that's something you'd have to work on, like your grip and stuff like that, to control it takes a little bit of time but that's how i started you know i didn't just start off as a pro i was terrible terrible 
But after so long going to the range and learning my techniques and stuff like that from a good, you know, good friends of mine, I'm hitting on top of a quarter. How do you, do you go shoot often? Fuck no. no. You just, I'll be working, bro. You know how it is. Dry fire don't cost a thing. No? No. Get you some dummy rounds. I don't have to do that. They have apps now that you can do. To do what? What you, the fuck? You download the app, you put the laser bullet in your gun and pull the trigger. You can do your timing, it does where you hit it, all that stuff. Wow. That's fucking yeah. crazy, actually. That's what I do. That's bullets are getting a little bit too expensive for me. I just stack up on my stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just dry fire at home. When I go to you the range. You have special rounds, too, though, right? Like, what kind of rounds do you have? Because I remember you telling me that you had some, like, special shotgun shells or some shit. I don't, maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. but Yeah, so, I like, uh, for the shotgun, you got regular, like, bird shot, which is for birds. Yeah. Spreads out. Um, then you got buck shot, which is basically the same thing, but just hits a little bit harder. And slugs, those are fun. It'll put a big-ass hole in you. Um. My rifles, it's got, like, um, green tip and regular full metal jacket. What the fuck is a green tip? It's got green tip. And <laughs> <laughs> it was like, obviously, yeah. Uh, nine mil, I got full metal jacket and hollow points, and list goes on for different hollow points and stuff like that. That's I'm still learning about it, so I can't really honestly answer about the rounds because I'm just getting into, like, the different grain and like how much PSI puts out and all that stuff. So I'm finally trying to figure out the right one for me. Gotcha. Cause if I'm like, when I go to work, I want stuff. If you start dumping at me, I'm just going to give it to you. But then it's also dangerous because you have to look what's in front of your target and what's behind it. Cause like Jersey has this rule. I'm not, I don't know if it's still the same. Somebody can correct me. Um, Jersey doesn't want you carrying hollow tips. But they want you carrying full metal jackets. What's the difference? Full metal jackets, if I hit you, it's going right through you. Mm. If I hit you with a hollow tip, it opens up like a flower and stops and stops right in you. I'm not worried about hitting the person behind you. I was gonna say, is it like a safety thing for that's why we shoot behind? That's why we shoot full metal jackets at the range. That's why they're called uh like a target bullets, basically. That's what you buy at the range when you go shooting. Because mm-hmm. you can just dump those right into the back. Okay. You don't you don't waste hollow points. It's for self defense. Gotcha. That's good to know, actually. Um, do you feel like because you're a gun owner and you're like you're more knowledgeable about guns as a whole than the average person, that you're more inclined to lean politically left or right? No. No? No. Even though Democrats are usually I mean, like, like, vocally against Kind of like owners. yes and no because like – Dems are mostly for, like, I don't care what you are. Dem or Republic, I really don't care. Um, but when you try to mess with my amendments, you force my hand. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I've been, I've been on a certain party for a while, for a couple years, and it's basically to protect my rights. Yeah. What other amendments are you a fan of? My biggest ones, first and second. Because if the first one don't work, I got the second one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's valid, though. <laughs> like, I mean, you look at some places, like, in, uh, I mean, obviously, it's not, it's not, like, to the level that America is. But, like, in Nigeria, mm-hmm. like, um, my best friend's from Nigeria. My fiance is from Nigeria. 
they talk about the kind of shit that happens over there where people are just pulling you out of fucking taxis sometimes or stopping you in the middle of the road and grabbing you fucking blind. I mean, I I think it's a lot of like government implemented shit that um, they just using to, to keep people in, in check and mm-hmm. in fear. Um, but I imagine like if it was easy for regular people to get guns over there, it'd be a whole different story. It'd be a different situation. You bet money on that. Yeah. So when people say like, "Oh, uh, I don't want the government," blah blah blah, like uh, I kind of get it, like because I mean we look at like how some interactions with police go left, right? Imagine in Breonna Taylor's situation, cops breaking into fucking house. And whether they were supposed to be there or not, like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't follow the full story, the story full through, but let's just say, for example, they weren't supposed to be, let's say we went into the wrong fucking house. Right. And they start shooting at people. Now you're getting shot back at like, yeah, you might at the end of the day, still, you're still going to take this L because it's the fucking police, but it's going to make people think twice now because the other person has the ability to defend themselves. That's just kind of the way I see it. Like, I feel like everybody needs to be on, like, the same playing field as far as, like, like threat level is concerned. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, um, oh, like, going back to your constitution, constitutional carry thing, like, um, uh, one of my reasons I'm a big fan is that because uh, let's hope and pray that all the law-abiding people get their gun and they can carry. Absolutely. Because if somebody comes in there, they're going to think, nobody got nothing. Yeah. I'm going to just take it. You outnumber 10 to 1. Yeah. And let's go back to this also. Let's pray and hope that you got some type of training because I don't want to get shot by a good guy who's trying to help me. Do you think the, uh, as far as like leverage goes, that there are more good guys with guns or more bad guys with guns? More, I would say more good guys with guns. Why do we not hear more stories about good people stepping in and stopping bad guys with guns? I don't know. If there, if you I'm I'm an more. I'm an NRA guy, so when you look at their pages, sometimes they put out stories about an actual good Samaritan. What was it? The one guy in the mall or something? He shot the guy like fifty feet. I heard that one. And then they were mad because he was concealed carrying in the mall. <laughs> but if he wasn't, it would have been what, what? Yeah. What does that make? Yeah. No, I think um, Christian Mall. Recently. That was a couple weeks ago, right? Shooting. I don't know what happened. I just know that. It was, it was just, yeah, I don't know what happened here. It was just a shooting. Yeah. I think, um, it's, Did the bad guys listen for that one? Probably not. But I think no. two things. One, um, we hear less of those stories because, like, if you're going to go do some dumb shit, are you going to go where it's a bunch of people who got fucking guns? No. Absolutely not. You're making yourself an, a target. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, though, I think, is that the news likes to put out like like emotionally charged shit. Like yeah. whether it's like, oh, black man stopped by police, gets murdered, uh another school shooting, blah, blah, blah. Like they like people to feel like, oh, the world is coming to yeah. an end. Because that shit sells on TV. Get like, them on that page for more taking it. Exactly. Exactly. You put out some some wild shit, people are gonna click and they're gonna be worried about everything mm-hmm. during the pandemic. We had no fucking toilet paper, no water, no guns because everything like everybody was just so anxious about everything. Mm-hmm. You know how many guns they sold within that first month? Probably more than they sold in a fucking Billions. year. Yeah. I can imagine you're, you're helping people like you're scaring these people even more. And they're like, 
I gotta go get me one. And now you're putting in more and more and more and more and more. Yeah, man. Kind of sucks. I couldn't get any ammo at that time, but I got <laughs> some. Yeah, nah. Yeah, that was a wild ass time, man. But all in all, I hope that um we can have more conversations like this. Absolutely. Because like I, again, I'm not like fully for having guns. I'm not totally against having it, but I think that um as long as people are having conversations uh, where we can kind of find some common ground and just make life more tolerable for everybody and so our fucking kids aren't getting shot up in schools. Like yeah. that's, yeah, that's all I care about at yeah. the end of the day. Same here. I'm tired of seeing that. But yeah, it's good to know that we're all on the same page with that, Charles. And uh, honestly, I, I appreciate you coming in today and sharing as much knowledge as you did. I think you're um, I think you're a level-headed guy. I think you're definitely somebody you've, you've given us a lot of thought and you seem to be like a mature, wise individual. So... You know, if you're going to be out here doing security, I'm glad it's somebody like you. And that's my just like, yeah, I need another fucking body tonight. I'm going to work. <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, next time I come on, I have some more knowledge for you guys. Like I said in the beginning, I'm not really 100% up to date with all this stuff. I'm still learning myself yeah. in this whole field of work. It's a, it's a big industry to be in, and it's a lot of stuff you have to learn to be on top of your game. And I'm like, to be honest, I'm not even top yet. I'm still in the middle. I mean, you got a family, so yeah, it takes priority. But I think next time we'll be interested to discuss some of the laws and stuff that they have in place and see if we can't make some tweaks, like hypothetically speaking, yeah. that kind of make more sense for things. For sure. Yeah, Larry. Oh, not Larry. Yeah. Charles. Talk to me. Larry. I time. <laughs> no, I appreciate you coming on, just like you said. Uh, I know, like you said, you got a lot going on. So appreciate you taking the time to come down here and talk. Appreciate you guys professional inviting me. Opinion. This is the Man Cave Podcast. This is the Man Cave Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we out of this bitch y'all we got charles in the building if you need protective services where can they find you at you can reach out to my guys i'm not uh, okay well i mean you can give we'll, we'll drop a description or something in the in the yeah, video sure. so you want to plug anything in a couple of my guys yeah whatever you want to plug in instagram sigma dit or born to protect llc first line defense on instagram Reach out to them. shouting all these people out. They better sub to the channel. That's all. <laughs> yeah, those are my guys. You yeah, know what I mean? Love. If they're not security, sub, let them understand? know. Yeah. Sub, sub and share you. that shit because yeah. you giving them shout outs on here. Yeah. No, but that's that's a good No, dude. that's cool. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, it, but. Yeah. Nobody else has done that, right? No, no, not really. This is violent. The white guy came in and started shouting out people. <laughs> <laughs> Way to switch it the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll see y'all same time next week. Yes, sir. Peace. <laughs>